Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here's show us your TDs. It's growing time. Let's go. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Welcome to the fucking show. Oh, you thought you could get rid of us? Nope. Not a chance. It's show us your TDs, and we're here for our Super Bowl podcast. Yeah, baby, yeah. We're talking predictions. We're talking playoffs. We're talking everything under the sun. And as always, I'm here with Melky. How are you doing today? Ayo, Gooby. Your favorite Super Bowl milk beverage is over the moon to be back one more time for Show Us Your TDs. Yes, we did say our goodbyes in week 18. Yes, we may have lied to you, but Gooby and I simply can't stay away. It's the final countdown to arguably the biggest championship game in sports. Bigger than Lizzo's waistline? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, I do shit on her because she's a horrible person and treats her workers like crap. So she has it coming. But going back to the big game, Gooby, how do you feel? It's upon us. What do you think? Honestly, I'm not too excited because like it's two teams I just don't want to watch in the Super Bowl. What? On one side, you got the Niners who are just absolutely destroying the NFC. And then you got Kansas City, who's just seems to make the AFC conference championships and the Super Bowl almost every year. It's that, you know, that greatness effect with Patrick Mahomes and kind of like Tom Brady. After Tom Brady won his third, everybody's like, okay, we get it. You're good. Like, we don't want to see you back in there anymore. We want, we want change, but here it is we're no change yet to come i agree with most of what you just said i would like to see some new blood but that just means the other teams have to step up facts and speaking of that why don't we just recap how we got to this point shall we we certainly can We're going to kick it off with the NFC. We're going to go. Should, should we start off with the, you know, the, the the one that hits home to us? I mean, we usually save the best for last, but since it was a debacle and an embarrassment, go right ahead. Was it the best, though? That's a, that's a question. All right. We're going to talk Packers Cowboys. Packers beat the Cowboys 48-32. Dak Prescott. I don't blame him. Per se, I do. You, you, everybody blames him. Our run game was shit. Tony Pollard only had like fifty-six yards, and Dak Prescott. I mean, he went forty-one for sixty, four hundred and three yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, he had two ints. Our team in the passing game was doing well. I blame the defense. The defense was horrible. They did not show up. I don't know what the hell Dan Quinn was scheming. It wasn't what we did in the regular season. So he gets the bulk of the blame. Mike McCarthy gets the blame for not having the team prepared. Dak Prescott gets the blame for those two picks, especially the one that was a pick six. Overall, his numbers, it was empty calories. The game was over by halftime. 
CD Lamb and Dak were not connecting like they normally do. Yeah. It was just an ugly mess in Texas. And I hope there's some big changes that are coming. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was padding the stats in the second half. I mainly blame the defense for allowing so many points in the first half and then just not even showing up. You have arguably one of the best defensive ends in the league with Micah Parsons. You have arguably some of the best corners in the league right now with Deron Bland and Stefan Gilmore. You guys got to show up. You have a great pass rush. Jordan Love just kind of picked you apart. You guys left things open. There was points where the camera panned and it was like, hey, look, there's no one around this guy <laughs> on the TV screen. So, like, what what's going on? It, it was a shit show. And, uh, yeah, I was I, I was not there for it. I was so angry. I think you and Cowboy Nation were not only angry, but mortified and embarrassed. Thanks for, um, you know, doing this podcast and bringing this back up. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you got next, you jerk off? <laughs> All right. Well, we got another crushing defeat. I got the Bucks and Eagles. Okay. Bucks won 32 to 9. Holy crap. And again, Jalen Hurts, he just didn't show up for this game. Uh, 250 yards, one touchdown. DeAndre Swift didn't show up with 34 yards. And I think I kind of saw this coming because Baker Mayfield has been playing or had been playing lights out in the regular season. I like Baker Mayfield. Everybody hates on him, but like he's been doing well with Tampa Bay. I mean, he is coming off of a Tampa Bay team that had Tom Brady. So he he has weapons and he's u- utilizing them pretty well. He, Baker had 337 yards and in a three touchdowns and no INTs, which is great in the playoff game. So uh, good on him. I kind of saw the Bucks winning this. I just didn't think it would be this bad. The Eagles quit. Yeah. The Eagles quit on Sirianni. They quit on themselves. You could see the, the facial expressions, the mood on that side. It was horrible. They did not want to be there. Starts from Jalen all the way to the people on special teams. Nobody wanted to be there. And then no. it caused... Kelsey to retire. No, I'm just kidding. He was going to retire anyways. Kudos to Baker. Baker was was good, but I think it was more an Eagles team quitting opposed to the Bucks team stomping them. That's just my opinion. By the way, he hasn't fully said he's retiring yet. Um, there are still rumors that he might play another season. Do you think he joins with his brother? I, I do. I don't think he'll be a starter. Huh? It's hard to say because a, a lot of quarterbacks, once they get under, uh, once they have a center that they uh, they use, they have been with for a few years, like Patrick Mahomes has, they kind of don't like the switch because it, it just feels off. I don't know. He he has some, the the greatness to be a starter. Don't get me wrong. I could maybe see him joining. His, it, it all depends if he could get the start. I think he stays retired. The only way. He doesn't as if he joins his brother and he doesn't necessarily have to play center. Maybe he can move to a guard position or something like that. I just don't see him doing that to the Philly faithful. I think he stays retired. Hey, who knows? Crazy idea. Travis Kelsey moves to Philly. (laughs) No. 
I don't see that happening no, at all. No, obviously not happening, but uh, yeah. Uh, let's go on to the last NFC game. Rams versus Lions. This was a nail-biter to the end. Detroit winning 24-23. Jared Goff, man, like both him and Stafford that game put on a show. Goff was just under 300 yards and Stafford was just under 400 yards and two touchdowns. Well, that was a fantastic game. What an emotional roller coaster ride. That game had everything you wanted. It had the booze, the cheers, it had Eminem, it had Lose Yourself, it had Stafford coming home and being booed, which was crazy, and his kids and his wife being booed too. Yeah. It had every type of emotion you want in a playoff game. By far one of the best games I watched. I thought the the Rams were gonna upset the Lions. I was mistaken. But yeah, hell of a game. Kudos to both quarterbacks. Goff is the real deal. Detroit had finally something to cheer about. Yeah, it was a fantastic game. And I love the outcome because I like the Lions right now. I, I kind of ran that high. But yeah, all right. Talk about the AFC. You're talking about riding high. Well, let's talk about this first matchup. The Houston Texans stomping the Cleveland Browns 45 to 14. Joe Flacco, everyone's favorite Cinderella man, 34 for 46, 307 yards, just a touchdown, but he threw two picks. And C.J. Stroud, the rookie wonder, in his first playoff game, 16 for 21, 274 yards, and three touchdowns, Gooby. Wow. Yeah. They blew them out the water, embarrassed the Cleveland Browns. This was a fun, fun game. It was. uh, Honestly... I like Houston. I like the young talent that they're going to start acquiring and have already. Uh, This is a team that's going to be exciting to watch. And uh, I see them making it pretty far in the next five years. Do you hear the rumor that CJ and Stefan Diggs are becoming closer buddies? Honestly, I, I couldn't doubt that happening. I mean, if CJ can get stefan Diggs on that team it's it's gonna really help that team who's their top receiver right now nico yeah nico collins who's super young and super talented i could see that t- like you you start working on that defense a little bit more like it's it's a good defense already but you, you fantastic defense yeah you work on it a little bit more you work on that offensive line Who's their running back again? I'm trying to remember. They got Pierce and they had Singletary. Yeah. So they could work on a running back. Uh, I think Pierce was a huge bust this season. He was Um, hurt too. But still, even coming into the games he did play, he didn't look like the Pierce from last season that blew up late of the year. You get yourself uh, a good running back. Get yourself a line, you know, work on that defense a little bit. If you have, and if you acquire Stefan Diggs, you got Nico Collins, Stefan Diggs, and Dalton Schultz as your um, tight end. I know you hate on him, but a good third would be Robert Woods. So it's looking good for that team. They don't need Robert Woods. They got former Cowboy Noah Brown who stepped up big. And if I'm Derrick Henry, I'm definitely considering going to Houston, especially if they were acquire Stefan Diggs. 100%. Right. Next matchup, the Evil Empire, KC Chiefs, defeating the Miami Dolphins 26-7. to You and I saw this coming. 
Miami sucks. They're frauds. Yep. Tua was garbage. 20 for 39. 199 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. And Kermit Mahomes. Wait, what? 23 for 41. 262, one touchdown. The defense basically stepped up. I told you so that Tua is garbage. I like Tua still. He sucks. Mm. I feel like when you see Tua, you hear the Kurt Angle theme song coming on. You just screaming, <laughs> you suck. You suck. You suck. You, you know me suck. too well. You know me too well. I don't think he's that great. And people have him as a top 10 quarterback. No, he has Tyreek Hill. And if he didn't have Tyreek Hill, he'd be maybe top 30. He's not that good. I actually kind of feel like he's Kurt Angle, too, because like he's unappreciated talent. Kurt Angle was good, but a lot of people just threw him under the rug. I always appreciated Kurt Angle. He is an Olympic gold medalist. Two times with a broken freaking neck. Exactly. All two has ever done is got concussed. Whoa, where did that come from? Whoa. All right. Last game of the wildcard weekend. The Buffalo Bills stopping the Pittsburgh Steelers 31 to 17. Mason Rudolph. Yes, he got the start. He went 22 for 39, 222 yards, two touchdowns, threw a pick. Josh Allen did Josh Allen things, 21 for 30, 203 yards, three touchdowns. And the best stat was zero INTs. Yeah. We expected this. And he ran one in two. Yeah. It was crazy, though. The weather changed the scheduled game from Sunday to, was it Monday? Monday. Yeah. It was a Monday game. And they were paying people $20 to help shovel the, the arena. Yeah, I do. I think they gave them tickets, too. Did they give him tickets? Well, yeah, probably. Game. It was probably like like unappreciated nosebleed tickets that have already been sold. But still, it's a playoff game in Buffalo. Yeah, hell yeah, I'd go to that. Hey man, if free is free and twenty dollars is twenty dollars, so sign me up next year, Buffalo. If you have the same problem, let's yeah. move on to the divisional. Just, just pay me in American, not Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you want me to go ahead then? Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, NFC. let's go. Let's go with the Lions and Bucks. Lions beat the Bucks 31-23. Mayfield again, good performance. Not better than the last uh, playoff game, but uh, he had 349 yards, three touchdowns, two ints. On the other side, Jared Goff 287 with two touchdowns. I mean, this was a good game. Don't get me wrong. I think that just the Bucks just weren't ready for a team of that caliber in Detroit. I think we all saw this coming that Detroit was going to win this game. When you got Eminem pumping you up on the sideline, I'm going to run miracles for that t- for for that man. Yeah, I lost myself in this game. It, it was it was great. Actually, Destroyer, Bot and I went to the bar. You were sick. Yes, sir. Unfortunately. But it, it was fun. It was a great spectacle. Detroit fans cheering so loud. I couldn't even hear the, the commentator sometimes. And that was great. It's great for the city of Detroit. They haven't had a lot to cheer for. I just want to give kudos to the Bucks for putting up more points than I thought. I thought it was going to be an old-fashioned beatdown. But it was close. Baker kept them in. Mike Evans, man, he's going to get paid. 
if he doesn't return to the Bucks, he's getting paid this offseason. He was fantastic. I don't know why they went for that two-point conversion when they had four or five minutes left. That was really stupid. I think that was the yeah. nail in the coffin. But other than that, they should not hang their heads down. They should be proud. They got this far. Kudos. Hey, and you never know. Mike Evans, CJ Stroud, that'd be a good matchup too. I think we both know that the Texans are looking for, you know, someone to help out Nico Collins in that uh, wide receiver area. Well, do it now because he's on a rookie deal. A lot of these young guys are on rookie deals, so you may as well go out and get some big-time players to help you through the push. Look what uh, Cincy did. Yeah. All right, we got Packers, Niners. Uh, close game, all in all. Um, no one saw this being that close. 24-21 for the Niners. Jordan Love, 194, two touchdowns, two INTs. And Brock Purdy, 252, one touchdown. Uh, McCaffrey had 98 yards and two touchdowns. Brock Purdy kind of showed his youthfulness in this game and inexperience throwing two INTs during that game. It's crazy to say because no one thought Jordan Love would be the guy he is. Like, he's, he's obviously good, but, you know, he's turning to great because, like, he's... He's sticking with teams like San Fran, beating teams like Dallas. And uh, kudos to him and that team. But yeah, the, the Niners just look disgusting. Niners were not ready. They took this team lightly, just like the Cowboys. It was a fantastic game. I thought the Packers had it, and they did. They did up until the comeback, obviously. I just want to ask you quickly, who would you rather have as your quarterback? Jordan Love or Brock Purdy? Uh, Jordan Love. Yeah, agreed. He looks like Aaron Rodgers out there. Yeah. The way he, he throws, the pocket presence. He's going to be scary. That Green Bay team is going to be very good for years to come. Brock Purdy's getting carried by a great defense and Christian McCaffrey. Hmm. Agreed. And, D- and Debo Stamos. And Kyle Shanahan when he's not drunk. Yeah. What? And pretty much the rest of the team. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's switch it over to the he AFC. Is the, he is, sorry, he is the caboose. <laughs> All right, let's switch it to the AFC. We have the Baltimore Ravens making their playoff debut versus the Houston Texans. And unfortunately, the Texans were shut down. Basically, 34 to 10. CJ Stroud, 19 for 33. A buck 75. Didn't have a touchdown. Didn't throw a pick. And then Lamar Jackson, 16 for 22, 152 yards, through two touchdowns. The Baltimore Ravens dominated, as yep. we expected. Number one yep. seed, probably the best team throughout the regular season. I gave the Texans a glimmer of hope, but after the third quarter, it was all but over. I watched the first half of this game and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to move on to bigger and better things because I already know the outcome. What was his rushing yards again? Did you I didn't say? have his rushing yards. but His he, rushing right. yards. Yeah, he had 100 rushing yards and two touchdowns, yeah. right? Yeah. It was the Lamar show and he, he's showing why he's a front runner for MVP. 
to me, it felt like just a basic regular season game. It wasn't a playoff game, so it was nothing spectacular to me. Unfortunately, again, uh, kind of like Jordan Love, C.J. Stroud showed his youthfulness and his inexperience and not getting any touchdowns. He tried his best, but when you're facing a Baltimore defense, that's pretty damn good. It's going to be hard. Yeah, and it's just maturation. They're they're young. They're the puppies of the NFL, where you have the big dogs in Baltimore. All right, the juiciest matchup of the weekend, Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen. Casey defeats Buffalo 27-24 in a heartbreaker. Mahomes went 70, 17 for 23, 215 yards, threw, for, threw two touchdowns. And Josh Allen, 26 for 39, a buck 86 and one touchdown thrown another loss for buffalo in the playoffs to kc they just can't get over the hump gooby i think this one's on josh allen i mean he went 26 for 39 that's that completion percentage is not good yeah that defense they tried to keep them in the game but when your offense isn't running and is basically going okay well we're gonna rely on our defense you know you gotta you gotta get your defense some rest and unfortunately josh allen just didn't show up to that game i mean he did do 72 yards and uh rushing with two touchdowns but your highest receiver in yards was dalton kincaid with 45 yards in a playoff game that's a no-go that you can't cut that yeah where was stefan diggs Looking for another contract. <laughs> and another team. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. All right, yes. finish it off with the championship, Gooby. All right, championship round. We got Lions Niners. Before this game, I, I was speaking. I was like, man, I want to see a fucking Eminem versus Taylor Swift Super Bowl, okay? Why? 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 Yo, I'm telling you right now, if if the Lions won this game, it was going to be Eminem walking out Lions in the Super Bowl and Taylor Swift walking out the fucking Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl if they uh, won. But the Niners beat the Lions 34-31 in a nail-biter. Jared Goff, 273 yards, one touchdown. Brock Purdy, 267, one touchdown, one INT. But McCaffrey again. Balling out, 90 yards, two touchdowns. What a game this was. Who's the blame for this loss? Because Detroit dominated basically from the first quarter to the third quarter. So I turned this game off uh? around like mid-third quarter because the Lions were absolutely smoking the Niners. Do you remember what the score was um, like partial way through? They were up by two scores at least, and it was early. They dominated the game up until the fourth quarter, really. Well, half of the third into the fourth. And then Dan Campbell decides he wants to be a hero and go for it instead of taking the three points. Yeah. Idiocy. Did you not learn from the game in Dallas? You're on the road. It's all or nothing take the sure points i'm trying to see it it was 24 14 going into the half it looks like how many times are you going to go for it 
at this point. Technically, that's four times, and you lost. Loser. Drill it through your head. Just take the points. Try something else. Stop going for the money. It, it's not going to work. It's not the time. You have a chance to take your team to the Super Bowl, and you want to be the hero. You want to be the genius that got them there. You want all the accolades. It's just an ego-driven person who just doesn't know when to check it at the door. Terrible yeah. decision. If I'm the Lions, I've lost faith in him going into next season. 100%. 100%. Let's go with the AFC and uh, another terrible performance. <laughs> Depending on who you're talking about. But, but yes, the Kansas City Chiefs defeat the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, I'm going to say it again. The Kansas City Chiefs defeat the Baltimore Ravens 17-10. to 10. Mahomes, 30 for 39, 241 yards, one touchdown. Lamar Jackson, you you want to talk about being an MVP? These are not MVP, MVP numbers. 20 for 37, 272 yards and one touchdown and threw a pick at the end. Yeah, they blew it. Everybody was cheering for them and they blew it. We did not want to see the Kansas City Swifts in the Super Bowl. But Lamar and Zay Flowers let us down. Zay Flowers, you need to check your fucking ego. What the hell were you doing? Yeah. Inexcusable. When he's reaching for that, I was like, oh, the ball is so insecure and you're just going to fuck this up. Like you said, take the first down. You're on the what? The three yard line. If you take the first down, oh my God, you have... Lamar Jackson, one of the best scramblers in the NFL who will probably just scramble for a touchdown within the next three downs. Inexcusable. You, you're trying to be that highlight real guy going, oh, I got my team to the Super Bowl. It's a team effort. Don't be selfish. Just take the first down. And you're a rookie. Like You have no place for merit to be pumping your chest. You didn't do anything up until that point. Up until yeah. that catch, you didn't do anything. Not only do you take a penalty, then you fumble the ball. <laughs> yeah, Talk about karma, man. Check yourself. They hope you learn. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Better to check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> okay, that was the playoff recap. Why did we do that? Just basically to go back and set up to Super Bowl 58, which I'm going to give it to Gooby. Gooby, take it away. Lay out this prestigious rematch that we have in front of us. It's just a two-lane road to that oasis in the desert, and the seats are set. 49ers versus Chiefs. Super Bowl 58 coming your way. Yeah, we got the Niners versus Kansas City. This is a matchup that it's going to be a great football game, but I feel like for a lot of football fans, they're just like, no, what? I, I really don't want to watch this. It's two teams that are well hated for some reason. I hate KC because they just keep on winning, and I hate the Niners because they, they destroy the Cowboys and they're running the East. 
or sorry, the, the NFC. Honestly, this is going to be a great matchup. And kudos for to both these teams uh, for getting here, especially KC, because they don't have much talent on the offensive side other than Mahomes, Pacheco, and Kelsey. Their wide receivers are slim. Rice is good. Rice has stepped up big time. He stepped up, but he's not like your true number one receiver. I don't think he'll be a true number one receiver. Man, dude, if, they got, if they got digs, I just stop watching football in general. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, all right, well, Casey's winning for the next three, four years, and that's about it. Have a good night. It's, it's going to be a fantastic game. I just wanted to see Detroit. I wanted to see maybe we wanted to see that Joe Flacco in the Super Bowl. I wanted to see Cleveland up in there. You know what I'm saying? That would have been one hell of a story. And we all wanted to see Lamar in there. There would have been so much more sexier matchups than this. I think it's because it's been done already. And now we have them again. But they are different. KC back then was an offensive juggernaut. Now they're more of a defensive juggernaut. San Francisco didn't have Christian McCaffrey. Now they yeah. have him. The only changer. person I'm cheering for is Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> There's a lot there. It's going to be an entertaining game, like you said. It's going to be in Las Vegas. This is the first time there's been a Super Bowl, Super Bowl in Las Vegas, so it's going to be a party. Remember, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Ah. <laughs> Except for herpes. That shit will come back with you. Halftime show is performed by Usher. You know, Usher always puts on a good show. I love Usher. Yeah! Man, the man can dance. Whether he's going nice or slow or up-tempo, he's fantastic. And these teams have history. Like, you got five Super Bowl championships versus three. You got Kyle Shanahan versus Andy Reid. These are two of the best NFL genius minds in the game. Brock Purdy versus Patrick Mahomes. And the, their numbers are pretty similar in the playoffs. I mean, Purdy's played a game less, but pretty similar. Your offense, you got, like I said, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuels, George Kittle versus Isaiah Pacheco, Rashid Rice, Valdez Scantley, Travis Kelsey, and yes, no Kadarius Tony because he's a chud. How come you suck? Did you hear what he said about being a number one in the league? No. So he was asked by the reporters, are you a number one in this league? And he smiled and said, yeah, if I get it, I'm like you're going to be lucky to be on a team next season. You're garbage. Yeah. Uh, Rashid Rice is questionable. Just he's so playing. Everybody. He obviously he's playing, but. You know, monitor that. And uh, on the other side, uh, George Kittle is also questionable. But again, obviously playing. But still, you know, lingering injuries always matter in a, in a game. And it's, it's going to be a good game. I, I want to ask you a question kind of off topic, though. If Andy Reid stayed in Philly, would Philly be the Kansas City Chiefs of now? No, like, no, you don't think no. so? Not with AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts with Andy no. Reid by their side? Is Jalen Hurts Patrick Mahomes? He could be. No. Patrick Mahomes is on another tier compared to all the quarterbacks in the league. 
it makes a big difference when your quarterback is elite and the best player in the NFL. Andy Reid can take a good team and make them great. I'm, I'm not saying that. He could probably make Philly great, but he doesn't have Patrick Mahomes. They're an extension of each other, and that's the reason why they're potentially formed into a dynasty. It, it's already a dynasty. Mahomes has been to the AFC Championship every single time now. Four. Four years in a row. I thought I he's just, been there six. Has it been six? I'm going to Google yeah, that. Yeah, you check you it talk. out. I'm going to keep talking. I think you have to win, though. You can get to the AFC Championship all you want, but if you keep losing in the Super Bowl, it's like LeBron James. How many times has he lost in the finals? He's lost, what, six? He's been there 10 times. He's under 500. So do you consider him the GOAT because he's been to the championships uh, 10 times? No. Michael Jordan's the GOAT because he's won six times and he's perfect. Testify! So I think it's the same thing with the Chiefs. They're on the verge of being a dynasty but Mahomes has to get that he has to get that Super Bowl you know what I mean I agree with you Pat McAfee had a uh, talk with Tom Brady about people saying Mahomes is already the, the greatest of all time Brady kind of shrugged it off whatnot. I don't think he ever admitted to him being the GOAT or Mahomes being the GOAT because obviously the greatest never admit that going to the thing Mahomes has been there six times Six straight, right? Yeah, and one, two, three, four, six times. Yeah, six times in his seven seasons, he's missed it once. And going back to your question, that's why if Andy Reid was still with Philly, they wouldn't be at the KC level because it's Patrick Mahomes. Patrick not a starter in 2017, or did he get Mm -hmm. injured? No, Alex Smith started. Right. So yes. Alex Smith started, and then what happened was they went to the playoffs. They lost because they had a fantastic year because Kareem Hunt was out of this world. Everything clicked, and then they released Alex. No, they traded him. Sorry, they traded him to Washington because they knew Patrick Mahomes is going to be this next phenom, and he started. And I'm calling it a dynasty. If you're if you go to the AFC Championship six times and your first six starts, there's something there. I need yeah. to see one more Super Bowl and, yeah. and then definitely Dynasty. You mentioned George Kittle. He's definitely playing. He's a Harry Potter fan. He's in. Fucking Defense. right. Let's go. Harry Potter. Chase Young. Chase Young. We got Armstead. We got Nick Bosa. We got Brown. We got Fred Warner versus Chris Jones, Justin Reed, Legarius Sneed, Willie Gay. I mean, Mike these are juggernaut defenses. These are juggernaut defenses. And then we close it off with Jake Mooney versus Harrison Buckner. This is going to be a fantastic game. The, the rematch, the Chiefs won 31-20. to 20. And like you said, that started the, the, the dynasty-esque conversation with the Chiefs. It's going to be nuts, man. Anytime there's... The rematch. This is the fourth head to head coach rematch in Super Bowl history and the eighth Super Bowl rematch period. Anytime you got that, it's going to be a great game. A lot's on the line. We got two fantastic organizations. I think it's going to be a really good game and maybe one for the ages. Yeah. Who would have thought Sam Darnold's going to be in the Super Bowl sitting on the bench? 
No, he's sitting on the bench. He's not playing. So it's, it's all right, man. But dude, like, okay, so I got a question for you. If you were a second-string quarterback and your team won the Super Bowl, would you tell people you won a Super Bowl? I would tell them I was on a Super Bowl-winning team. Okay. No, exactly, because, like, how many plays have you done? I feel like that's, like, a tainted Super Bowl win for you. I, I, I couldn't I, I couldn't muster that. If I'm saying Darnold, hopefully I would have realized when I was in Carolina that I suck as a number one and I'm suited as a backup or someone just to hold a clipboard. So he needs to just chill out and he better not be pumping his chest, acting like he did something for the San Francisco team. I don't think he's ever said anything. I'm just wondering if you were a second string quarterback, what would your thoughts be if your team won a Super Bowl? I would just say I was along for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I don't want your Super Bowl prediction yet. We're going to okay. save it. We're going to move on to outside news in the, uh, in the NFL. But the coaching carousel, a lot has happened since the end of week 18. I'm just going to list some head coaches that have been hired. I want your opinion, if you like them or not, okay? All right. So we're going to start in Atlanta, because this is one of the first hirings. Raheem Morris, he's a QB coach for the Rams. He's now the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. What do you think? Good pickup for the Falcons. I mean, the Rams did well uh, offensively this year, uh, especially with uh, Puka, uh, what's his last name? Nakua? Yeah, Puka Nakua. I, that that offense was very uh, dominant when they were playing. So I mean, good, good pickup for the Falcons. It's going to be a let's see what happens type of deal with with him. But I, I think that's a good pickup. Dave Canales. He is now the head coach of the Panthers. He's a former Bucks assistant head coach. What do you think? Um, I don't know who he is. So <laughs> I, I, yeah, me too. <laughs> yikes. Good luck, I Pan- guess. Do you think the Panthers should have gone with the more sexier pick? No, because they don't have a team yet. I think you need to establish yourself as a team that can win games above 500 and, you know, on the verge of playoff. I don't think you get a good coach until you're on the verge of making the playoffs and then you go from there. Very well said. Antonio Pierce. Getting promoted to head coach, full-time head coach for the Raiders. So the Raiders are kind of on that verge of they need a little bit of a change and a few players to make something happen. So, yeah, that's that's a good one. I'm glad they kept him because he deserved it. He, he had hope, that team playing hard. Yeah, I hope we talk about OBJ, too. Huh? As a coach? Oh, not OBJ. Um, uh, Chad Ochocinco. With the Raiders. All right. Okay. The biggest name, Jim Harbaugh, going to the Chargers, coming out of Michigan, winning a championship. Who do you sign with again? I'm trying to remember. Chargers. Now. Chargers, right. Again, verge of. Now, the Chargers are on the verge of either becoming Super Bowl contenders or a slight rebuild around. Justin Herbert and working on that defense. It, it all depends on what Jim Harbaugh can do, but it also depends on 
if your wide receivers, and this is a ongoing issue, can stay healthy, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, they're talented, but they're not healthy. If I mean, if I was Jim Harbaugh, I'd be calling up Stefan Diggs. Seriously, you guys? The fuck? I feel like you want to call Diggs and join every team. Well, he's a hot commodity. Yeah, he's a hothead, but he's a hot commodity, and we all know he's very talented. Hell, fuck, call Mike Evans. You get Mike Char- Evans on that team? That- Chargers don't have a lot of money, so they have to be careful what they spend. I would get rid of Mike Williams. I would probably trade for picks Keenan Allen, then pick up either like Diggs, Mike Evans, or a receiver that is on their way out of a team, and then pick up a rookie wide receiver and go from there. Are you serious? They got a lot of work to do. Jared Mayo, he's now the head coach of the New England Patriots. He was promoted within. He was the, the linebacker coach. Good for him. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know who he is. I heard Mayo and I was thinking BLT. Who the fuck is this, bro? <laughs> okay, a guy we're familiar with. Helen Moore. He is now the new offensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Pigeons. Sorry, what? You heard. <laughs> Good for Philly. They're not going to do much because their team's in shambles right now, but good for Philly. There's not much to say to that. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) That's all I got to say. Yeah, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, traitor. No. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just go with another former cowboy, Dan Quinn. Now with the Washington Commandos. Rude. (sighs) I feel bad. That's what I feel like. Dan Quinn, you're going to waste your talent there. The commanders are not on the verge of anything at this moment. They're on the verge of a rebuild. It's probably, I'd say, five five years before they show signs of life. So good luck because you're the one that's going to get all the hate. That's a project. That's a big time project. Yep. They need a quarterback. They need some other pieces. They got rid of their best defensive player. Yeah. It's a big pill to swallow. But you get more money as a head coach. You get more recognition, whether it's hate or praise as a head coach. So good luck to you. And he's taking with him former Arizona coach Cliff Kinsbury is now the OC. What do you think of that? I like that. Obviously, I feel like coaches are trying to work their way up to being head coach to make the money. So uh, that that's good for Cliff because, again, this is going to be a team that's on a rebuild, looking for a quarterback, looking for an O-line. Their wide receivers aren't terrible, so they have that. Their running back is not terrible. That's good for him. I think whoever took that head coaching job should have been an up-and-coming head coach, not someone like Dan Quinn, who's already established himself in the uh, NFL and should have gone to, you know, bigger and better teams. I'm shocked he didn't take that Atlanta job. Maybe they didn't offer it to him because I feel like his... Oh, yeah, he well, he was there. I guess they wouldn't rehire him. So scratch what I just said. You stupid. I want to talk about three names that have not found homes yet. 
big names, Bill Belichick, Mike Vrabel, and Pete Carroll. Gooby, let's start with Belichick. Just a short answer. Why has he not found a home yet? Maybe he wants a year off. I don't know. It's up in the air. I think he could be in talks with Dallas, and maybe that's why he's taking a year off. I think maybe Jerry's going to give McCarthy one more year of, you know, you better fucking do something, or I got the big honcho on the sidelines waiting. Maybe even half the season, and then you're out. Interesting, interesting take. I think he wanted too much in Atlanta when he was being interviewed, and I think he still believes he deserves full control like he did in New England, and I don't think teams want to give him that. It was terrible after Brady left. Yep. God-awful. Belichick, you need to work your way up and prove yourself. Okay, Mike Vrabel, why hasn't he found a job? Just terrible. How dare you? (laughs) Vrabel's been good, man. He led those Titan teams to playoff after playoff appearances. Yeah, but he had nothing to show for it afterwards. His team was garbage. That was the GM that depleted that team. True. I never liked Mike Rabel. They're kind of almost like Dallas. And honestly, they were a make-it-or-break-it team. He could go somewhere, but I think there's too much talented coaches out there for him to be head coach somewhere. What the fuck does that even mean? I think you're crazy for saying that. He's one of the most talented coaches out there and highly respected. Okay, last but not least, P. Carroll. The, that eludes me. That that's that's my comment. It eludes me. <laughs> I think he's too old. What the fuck? And his old school ways. I just think they they don't fly anymore in the NFL. He just needs to take time off. You're 76. Don't don't you want to break? I could see that, but he he's good. Look what he did with Seattle. Then why isn't he with Seattle? Why did Seattle move off him? That is a question remain to be seen. And there you have it. That's the coaching carousel. I'm no, sure there's I, no, more I to come. No, I want to talk about Chad Ochocinco. Oh, go. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I want to know what. Okay. So have you heard the rumors? Do you know the rumors? No. He out. just said that he had a dinner with uh, the newly acquired head coach uh, Antonio Pierce and they had dinner and he tweeted out or said something like he has a job with the Raiders now they're not specifying what his job title is wide receiver coach that would be uh, one hell of a coach for for the Raiders he's decorated fantastic mind Hall of Fame career The only thing I don't like about him is he does not mind when his ladies fart in bed or during the act. He says it's not a big deal. Hey, yo, what the fuck? Sharing farts is cool. And I don't agree with that. It's disgusting. (laughs) Keep it to yourself. I'll read out the tweet that he wrote. He goes, having dinner with Antonio Pierce, and I'm going to ask for a job with the Raiders in some capacity to help diversify my portfolio slash resume. This would be my 39th job if all goes well. (laughs) I'm just like, bro. But like, apparently he got hired and they're not saying what he's going to be doing. Good for him. Honestly, you can't go wrong with having experience. Ocho is a legend. Him and Shannon are so funny on their podcast. Yeah. Ocho's the man. 
can't say anything bad about Ocho. That that's a great hire. It's a smart hire. So good for the Raiders. I want to see when Terrell Owens steps into the into the limelight of something like that to to coach people. Nobody likes Terrell. That's the problem. Uh, that's because he's got ego. Don't want to talk about a man with ego. You look over at Terrell Owens. The Super Bowl game prediction. Kansas City, two and a half point dogs against the San Francisco 49ers. And this is what will happen, ladies and gentlemen. What do we got next, Gooby? We got Super Bowl predictions. Do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Or do you want to go with our special guests that we have going on? Why don't we go first? Then what we'll do is we'll let our, our special guests, we'll let them go and then we'll talk about it right after. All right. Well, I'm going to go. All right. No, you go first. You go first. Okay. San Francisco will defeat Kansas City 38-28. Oh, yeah. I'm going to break it down for you. 49ers are going to lead by three possessions early. They're going to be have TDs from Debo, Ayuk, and Christian McCaffrey. Well, duh. Kermit's going to throw two picks, one near the at the end of the game. On the flip side, Kelsey is going to score twice, and it's going to make Taylor very happy. Purdy's going to throw zero picks, and he's going to win his first Super Bowl MVP. Finally get the respect and recognition he deserves, especially since he looks like that tennis player, Anna Frey. Are you fucking kidding me? It's actually very scary. You should look her up and look at Brock Purdy. They look exactly, exactly alike. So if you like Anna Frey, you have a crush on Brock Purdy. All right. Just saying. Okay. Uh, hold on. So Shanahan will finally get his first Super Bowl win, and people will forget that he was drunk at the podium during the press conference week. San Francisco 69ers take down the evil Taylor Swift empire, and all is right in the NFL world. Five, five. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's it's nice. I'm going opposite. Uh, of course you are. Kansas City Chiefs when they're fourth with Patrick Mahomes. Is it four with Patrick no, Mahomes it'd be or their third? Third, third with Patrick third. Mahomes. 27-17. I don't know, man. It, it's it's kind of like. Tom Brady, you know, they start just playing well in the playoffs and light it up in the Super Bowl. It's just crazy to me how this team just keeps on seeing these playoff games and these conference championships and Super Bowls with such a diverse type of offense. Like, their go-to guy, we all know is Travis Kelsey. Defend him. Not hard. It's one player. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I honestly, I think that this defense is uh, stepping up for Kansas City. And I think that they're going to make Brock Purdy have a hard time passing the ball. I think they're going to rely too much on Christian McCaffrey. And I think Kansas City is going to scheme for that. 
They're going to win their third with Patrick Mahomes. Oh, you stink! Not bad. I mean, I know I knew we were going to pick the same thing because you seem to love Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and their how do gross I like, love. How do I like Taylor <laughs> Swift or Travis Kelsey? I hate them both. Fire! <laughs> That's okay. Yes, yeah, so we have uh, a few other people who wanted to throw their predictions too. So let's hear them. Yo, yo, what's good, everybody? This is Anthony Alhefe. I've been asked to give a little breakdown on my Super Bowl predictions. Now, keep in mind, it's been easily five years since I've even watched a half of a football game. But nonetheless, I like to stay in the loop because I think American football is very predictable. Just for reference, the last two years, I've predicted the two teams in the finals. And spoiler alert, this year's no different. I have the 49ers winning because they were first in the West and the West is hosting the Super Bowl. I figured it would just be easy enough to write the script that way. Outside of that, I do have a small asterisk next to this year's predictions. I actually had the Chiefs in my original draft going all the way. I figured the swift effect would be enough to keep the good times going. The downside to that is last minute I was swayed by friends who thought they knew football. Anyways, I'm happy that the American Football League is almost done. The National Fixed League or the No Fun League is almost over. And then we can make way for real football. That's right. The 3.0 version of the XFL, the UFL, will be back March 30th. Let's go Battlehawks. My prediction this year for the Super Bowl is the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, let's face it. The old adage is you don't bet against Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, and I get that. But has he really faced a defense that is quite as good as San Francisco 49ers in the playoffs? I mean, he's got to deal with Bosa and Young in the same game, rushing at the same time. I do think that they are going to get to him. They're going to get pressure, and the receiving corps just isn't going to be enough. Plus... The 49ers, okay, yeah, I get it. Brock Purdy, is he going to do well in the big ship? Mr. Irrelevant. I think he's got what it takes, personally. That's just me. And he's also got a lovely weapon called Christian McCaffrey, as well as George Kittle. And the list goes on. I don't need to say any more. San Francisco 49ers are winning the Super Bowl this year. Hey, guys. The time is officially upon us. After what felt like the craziest season of backup quarterbacks, the Super Bowl is only a couple sleeps away. But I think I'm having deja vu because we're seeing a repeat full of possible vengeance and a San Fran KC rematch. I'm not the biggest fan of the color red, but I'm always willing to make an exception for the 49ers, who are my pick to be the winners of Super Bowl 58. But this isn't necessarily bad for KC. Now Kermit and his gang of Muppets can go back to the Jim Henson studio and practice for their upcoming feature on T-Swift's era tour. Hey yo, it's your boy, the Doja, representing the T-Dado, and these are my Super Bowl 58 predictions. We got the offensive powerhouse, the Kansas City Chiefs, versus the defensive bosses, the San Francisco 49ers, with your boy, Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey, the big dogs on the Chiefs, and then we got Big cock Brock Purdy. What did he say? Oh, 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 oh. 
and that cool ass motherfucker George Kittle on the 49ers. And don't forget my boy Brandon Ayuk. I think he's going to have a big game. Yo, so this is what's going down. It's going to be a back and forth this one. San Francisco having some of the most exciting games this postseason. I'm going to have to go with the 49ers, baby. But hey, you can't count out Mahomes. And we all know the ref's favorite team, those Kansas City Chiefs. Yo, is Travis Kelsey going to propose to his girl at the end? We don't know. All the Swifters out there, get ready. But I don't think he'd do that to his team and take away from the glory of their win if they win. But I don't think they're going to do that. Honestly, I think 49ers do it. Let's go San Francisco, baby. I don't think y'all are ready for my Super Bowl prediction. But I unfortunately predict that Kansas City is going to win and watch Travis propose to Taylor Swift. It's not gonna be real. The marriage will never go through, but I can definitely see that happening for the views and for the hype and for the trend. It's just gonna be one bullshit after another. So that's my prediction. Let's hope I'm wrong. I pray that I am wrong on both ends, but yeah, that's it guys. Whoa, calm down, ho. Why am I the only one that likes Kansas City, like what, 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 what's going on here? Do you know why? People <laughs> are against the relationship. It, they feel it's killing football. It needs to go away. And if he loses, maybe this is the downfall or the start of the downfall of their gross relationship. We can get back to enjoying a game that we love without her ugly ass Jackson home and Patrick's witchy poo looking wife. Wow, what an asshole! Yeah, yeah, buddy, you're worth five hundred million. You can do better. <laughs> Actually, you're worth a billion, but yeah, you, you can do better. Facts. Oh. Okay, <laughs> that was our Super Bowl predictions. Who are you uh, rooting for? What are your predictions? We want to know. Send us a DM or email us, and let us know. We want to hear it. Gooby, the last segment, the fun segment. Yes, Let's sir. close it off. What do we got? All right, we got yay or nay. We're gonna throw five or six type of. Uh, is this gonna happen in the Super Bowl? Uh, we're gonna talk. Well, I'm not gonna talk, but I feel like this man's gonna talk commercials. We're gonna talk just the game, and we're just gonna talk nonsense. So, Melky, you started off. What's your first uh, yay or nay? It's kind of a F you to the Kansas City Chiefs, but whatever. I'm sorry. I wonder if we have the same year nays. We never we might, went over this. But we we might. might. You never know. All right. First one. Will Patrick Mahomes' dad be able to attend the Super Bowl? Now, if you don't know, he was arrested for a DWI early this week. Yay or nay? Uh, I'm going to say he does not make the Super Bowl. Any way you swing it, I think that's his third DUI. It is. Um, yeah. So, I mean, they call it DWI over there. Yeah, DWI. So, I mean, three strikes, you're out. The only way I could see them doing it is Mahomes goes, Here's a fucking hundred million dollars for your city. Let my dad go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, money does solve everything, but I disagree. I think he will be in attendance. Apparently, he is allowed to travel right now. So, he is 
probably, if not in Vegas already, he's en route. I will go with the next one. One that's been circling the media like crazy. Taylor Swift joins the halftime show. Yay or nay? Nay. nay. I agree with you. I don't think she's going to join the halftime show. Everybody can hate on her all they want. It's not Taylor that's putting herself on the TV. It's the NFL that's putting herself on the TV. And I feel like after everything and after those comments during what the Grammys or was it the Oscars when uh, they're like, oh, we don't show Taylor Swift as much as the NFL. And she was just like sipping her drink like she was kind of pissed off by that comment. I think she knows what she's done to the NFL, and I don't think she would disrespect Travis Kelsey and, and the NFL like that. Not only that, I don't think she'll disrespect Usher and some of the other performers that performers that might be a part of the halftime show. I just can't see it. Plus, she's in she in Asia in a concert or something like that doing her. Yeah, thing? she she's she's in Tokyo the day before. But they're 17 hours ahead, so she'll time travel back and still have, like, fucking eight hours to just... I forget the exact amount, but it's like she'll time travel back and she'll be in Vegas on Saturday night. So she she has a Saturday night performance in Tokyo, and then she can travel back to Vegas to be back in Vegas for, again, Saturday night. Well, whoopity-doo. All right, I'm going. I'm going again. Will a known player from either side cry during the national anthem? So I'm talking a big name player like Kelsey Bosa, CMC. Oh hell yeah! That Travis Kelsey. Travis, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. <laughs> he is a fucking baby through and through when it comes to shit like that. Even when like his brother was talking about retiring, you could see Kelsey getting emotional. I get it, it's your brother, so that's one thing and it's a national anthem but yeah kelsey's crime 100 that's it that's a nay it'll be a lesser known player someone you never heard of maybe maybe jake moody will cry the kicker for san francisco i could see brock purdy crying too because he looks like a bitch Why you be so rude? <laughs> all right what do you got next <laughs> uh i have travis kelsey does not score Nay, he's scoring <laughs> two touchdowns at least. <laughs> at least. Yeah, no, that that's an easy one. I have to throw that in there. But yeah, no, he, he's scoring at least two. All right. Will Jackson and Brittany Mahomes be showing more than Taylor Swift on camera? Uh, nay, I feel like they're all going to be together, so they're all going to be showing at once. I say nay, but Taylor will get more action because nobody wants to see that talentless brother of Patrick's and that witchy poo looking wife of his either. So definitely more for Taylor Swift. I want to add on to that one. Yay or nay. Do they do that stupid fucking handshake again? Yay. And it's going to be <laughs> worse than the first time. <laughs> All right. Uh, yay or nay. Mel pick six by San Francisco. Yay. Pick like six. That. Armstead. He's the one getting it. All right, I like that. That 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 one's a, that one's gonna be a hard one, but yeah, I think I think it's gonna be a pick six uh, somewhere by San Francisco. Agreed. Will there be a Bud Light commercial featured in the Super Bowl? Hundred percent. Yeah, I said yay. Just because yeah. nobody drinks it anymore, there are, 
they're still going to advertise Bud Light. All right, yay or nay, Brock Purdy throws under 200 yards. Nay. I'm saying yay. Brock Purdy throws 260. 165, one touchdown. You have no faith in Purdy. Hater alert. 165, one touchdown. He's got a 75-yard bomb to Ayuk. So he's going to pad his stats. Okay, here's my last one. Yeah, I think you'll like this one. Will Andy Reid be doused in barbecue sauce if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl? (laughs) What the fuck? What the fuck was that? (laughs) Uh, Nay, but I would love to see that happen. (laughs) I say nay as well. And it would be great if he was because he'd look like barbecue pork, a walking piece of barbecue pork. I, I would like it if, like, if they won, they threw burgers on the field. Cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers. Yeah. All right. I got two more. Uh, okay. These ones are fun ones. Tony Romo calls three plays correct before the snap. Yay, because Romo's just a genius like that. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, did you know that Patrick Mahomes uh, yeah, said he idolized Tony Romo? He was one of them, yeah. Yeah. He's great calling it. He just was terrible as the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. All right, what's your I, last one? I don't think he was terrible, but he was uh, he was good. Uh, he was a, yeah. He choked. All right, and uh, Patrick Mahomes drinks prime on the podium. Yay! Because he's now sponsored by them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if 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 they win, I think yay. I think he drinks a prime on the podium. That's lame. I mean, that's a given. Oh, hey, I got one for you. Yay or nay? Logan Paul is at the Super Bowl. Oh, 100%. You're sponsoring one of the quarterbacks. I do not see him not being at the Super Bowl. I could also see, and for those of you who are uh, into YouTube and stuff, I could see all of Sidemen being there at the Super Bowl with uh, Logan Paul, which would be like include like KSI and all his posse from the sidemen nerd alert no doubt they probably already have a suite by the way do you see what one of the highest suites are going for no but didn't christian mccaffrey's mom complain about it 2.5 million dollars that's insane for a seat mamma mia that's insane yeah obviously you get like the whole shebang. Apparently, there's a sushi bar. You get access to the to the end zone club that's downstairs. Uh, obviously, a private suite, private chef, whatever. But still, two point five million dollars. Well, it's forty three thousand dollars for a ticket. And Charles Barkley said, "I refuse, refuse to pay for that." Yeah. Plus, man, I don't know. I've never been to an NFL game like live. No. No, never. I, I I would like to just, you know, watch it on the TV and hear the commentator. When you're sitting there, it's just nothing. It's just watching the game. Yeah, but it's the experience. It's the atmosphere. It's the people around you. You don't have hooligans around you when you're at home. That's why you catch me snoring during MLB games if I weren't. You can't compare the two. It's like apples and oranges. <laughs> Thank you, Gooby. That was a lot of fun. It's time to wrap it up. 
And just like Drake's leaked junk that's gone viral, we are out as well. Wait. What is wrong with you? Drake leaked his junk? He did. There's a video of him. I don't know if he's on the phone or on FaceTime with somebody. I don't know if he was walking around pantless or he was jerking it. But apparently, Drake rocks. Sorry, rocks out with his cock out? He does, and he stores an anaconda in his pants. (laughs) That's just the rumor. I don't want to see it, but that's just out there right now. Somebody call Bobby Altoff. She'll know. She's getting divorced, is she not? Yeah, because of the whole Drake scandal. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to show us your TD Super Bowl edition. Gooby, Sunday is approaching. I think it's going to be another classic with two of the NFL's best. Shout out to El Jefe and A30. All of our talent on the network. Gooby, and most of all, you, the fans. And speaking of Gooby, is there anything you want to add before we sign off? Yeah, uh, where are you watching the Super Bowl? Uh, I have some options, but just because of what happened last weekend, yep, I'm not too sure yet. I probably end up watching it at home just because I got to prepare for Monday. But I don't know. Who knows? What about you? Uh, I'm probably just gonna kick it at home. You know me. I live about 45 minutes from everybody, so I prefer to watch it at home. I don't blame you. You got that big TV. You got that whole entire basement to yourself. Yeah. The surround sound. You got the fish. Yeah. You got the fish. <laughs> My fish love watching football. They're, but you know what, man? They're fucking Texan fans, so fuck them. Losers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Please click and subscribe to NA30 and show us your TDs. Please help the channel grow. We appreciate it so much. And there's a new wild head mustard out. Check that out as well. It's a lot of fun. We went bananas in that episode. Season five started off with a bang. And you know what, guys? I hope you enjoy the Super Bowl wherever you're watching. Just make sure you got a big plate of wings, some za, and the booze ready. It's going to be a spectacle. Make sure you enjoy yourself and drink responsibly. Uh, I'm going to have some nachos, some wings. Yeah, that's about it for me. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. This is probably the last one for this season of Show Us Your TDs. Uh, we will be back next season, bigger, better. And uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy it. Maybe we'll get some sponsors. Who knows? Thank you guys for listening and enjoy the Super Bowl. Go 69ers. See you at the draft. <laughs> Later. I'm talking right now, that's it.